What you got there? Vodka? Um, vodka and bourbon. I was I didn't know which which uh which beverage I was gonna need to for good luck. It turns out neither. Sergeant, you've gone crazy. It's Captain Ken. And maybe you would know that if you'd memorize your lines instead of drinking straight Kahlua in the theater bathroom. You're a drunk! Easy, Robert. Ken never had the gifts you had. Damn you, Robert! I should never have saved you from drowning all those years ago. You're a loser, Ken. That's why I... That was long overdue. That's it! Show's over! Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the College Football Uncensored Podcast, brought to you by Saturday Down South and Texas Pete. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me as always, my co-host, Chris Mahler. Chris, did you watch any football this weekend, or was it pretty low-key? God's not real, and everything's everything's dead. Um, no, it was, it was a great weekend of football. Um, so I've got the Bama game on the DVR still, and I have not watched. I, we're about to line up to the field goal. There's only like 15 seconds left, so I'm sure that even if they miss it, like Tennessee's not going to be able to score. So I'll just I'll just watch the overtime, but don't like no spoilers. Oh, you haven't watched the end yet? No, no, I I, I have a guess what happens. I'm, I, mean, I mean, if it if it comes down to a field goal, it's like usually goes pretty well for Bama. Recently, like it didn't, and then now recently it has. So I'm sure. Oh, so is Bama lining up for the kick? Because I've seen it. I don't want to say anything. Is yeah. Bama? Yeah. So Bama's lining up for like the well, 50 yarder. No, so we they have the ball at the 32 and it's first and 10. So I'm assuming that we're just going to like run the football and run some clock down and then and then like, you know, get closer cuz you know, Riker did have a couple misses last week. You probably want to get him a little more comfortable in range. Sure. Yeah, um, 50 seems a little much. Yeah, and then, like you know, Bama's got like the the I think fourth ranked rushing offense in the country. So it's like why would you not run the football in this moment? Well, buddy, I've got some news for you. Things do not turn out well for someone. No. <laughs> oh man what a weekend of college football um so many good games but obviously the one that everyone was anticipating it didn't even come close to disappointing it was one of the listen i know that everyone is like most likely here because the, like i don't trying to sound like an asshole but like I'm just assuming the numbers are always bigger after a Bama loss because people think I'm going to freak out or something or just want to be here to argue. That game was fucking awesome. Yeah, and Trevor, I did get a haircut. I didn't even give it to myself. That's why it looks so good. <laughs> um, there's a, Everyone's just commenting on the hair. Everyone loves it. Keep this going because I, I need all the confidence I can get. The haircut's the best part of the weekend, for sure. Um, yeah, where do we start with that game? Um, the Tennessee Bama game, yeah, just the crowd. I kind of want to start there before. I mean, just an electric atmosphere. You knew it would be, but I didn't think it'd be like that. It was incredible. Um, it's been it's just been so long since like the crowd has gotten up for a game and been like rewarded for it. You know what I mean? Like like I mean, Tennessee fans are passionate, they're loyal, all that kind of stuff. But it's been so long since they've had like that opportunity, and they, I mean, it it went like. You know, I, I'm sure if some of them would have wanted like a 30 point like trouncing of Bama, but that could not have been a better way and more satisfying way to end that fucking streak. Oh my god, it was incredible. Uh, 
just I think, and then you know, obviously Kiffin tweets like no Rocky uh, block this this time or whatever. I mean, Kiffin was just totally invested in the game. I did not see that. I I do think hot take here. He um because I know he made some. He was like mic'd up and said something about it. Uh, yeah, but he brings up Rocky block a lot. Um, he ran the ball sixty nine times against Auburn. I wow. I mean, I'm not convinced that that wasn't a, a, a troll of bill o'brien on purpose <laughs> um obviously before the game you and i previewed it we said if, we, if bryce young played and we had a strong tip that he would be yeah that we both would take bama to cover and bryce young did not disappoint sir no, it was. I mean, the the game itself was awesome. Like, it, it, there's there's a lot of things that happened in that game that I think contributed to the the outcome. The refs did not lose that game for Alabama. I don't. Bill O'Brien didn't technically lose that game for Alabama, but he he just made some very questionable decisions. Um, but Tennessee, like like Tennessee, we've seen them. You know, against like lesser competition, we see. I you know, I saw what they did against LSU, but I didn't think they were going to do that against Bama. Um, I thought they would come out and score early and, and all that kind of stuff, but I just I felt I wasn't really nervous, like not because I was worried about losing. I just thought that that Bama would be able to weather the storm, and it was going to go one of two ways. It was going to go Bama was going to do what Bama does, and and Bryce was going to be Bryce, or he was going to get hurt, and it was going to be a fucking nightmare for three hours. <laughs> and I, I mean, like honestly, I just I came away so impressed with Tennessee and Josh Heupel and Hinden Hooker. And I mean, just from every, like, listen, I, I talked to like a lot of Bama fans and I know that a lot of them felt like that there was several calls that probably could have gone a different way. 17 penalties seems like a lot. <laughs> seems like, like a whole bunch. Um, at one point they had a three and out where they had three plays and five penalties in just right then. Um, but that's not what lost in the game. It, like Tennessee just never stopped capitalizing when they were like given an opportunity. So how about the refs just forgetting like what Donna was? Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. Um, <laughs> Cause uh, Willie Gray brought this up and like that there was a, listen, I'm not being a homer when I say this, that was targeting on Bryce when, when you make oh, contact yeah. with his face. And I will say that I, I was, I totally agree with you. Like, and that's, I don't think anyone could think otherwise. Oh, no, there was a bunch yeah, of people the that thought otherwise. There was uh, a okay. lot of other people that thought otherwise. So that when it, when that happened, because like also we just saw all the shit in the NFL, and I know that's like that's different than, than college. And I don't think Bryce should get preferential treatment. But if you're coming off an injury and you make contact up high at all with a quarterback, no matter what the case is, they did nothing to fucking protect that kid at all. And and hats off to him, by the way. He's a lot, lot tougher and, and durable than I think a lot of people thought. But they reviewed that and then didn't and then came away with it like, you know what? Still, I'll still pass. I'll stay. That Got was a good awful. question in the chat here from Trevor Garsley says, honest question for Chris, not trying to trigger. Bama has played in seven plus one score games in the past two years and lost two of them. What changed after the Mac Jones year? Personally, I think it's the defense. So the defense has actually been uh, really good uh, statistically. The, going into this game, they were ranked in the top six nationally in almost every major statistical category. Um, I will say that, again, I'm not taking anything away from Tennessee because one thing more than anything that happens, they got outcoached. 
I mean, Tennessee, like the like the the going up tempo and like Bama was trying to sub and like again taking advantage of all the dumb shit Bama has seen to do at times, especially on the road. Um, I don't know what changed because it's a very drastic difference. I, I was looking at this today. Bama had 17 penalties, which is again a lot. Um, in the last three years, they've had 10 games with 10 or more penalties in, in the game. Eight of those came on the road. And like the last four or five have been like all time highs or like or some shit, right? In the last 10 years combined before that, like the previous 10 years, they had they had eight total during that decade. So they're very undisciplined. And they just they just they used to see like Bama, I, they would say you get all the calls, but like the, the defenses were super disciplined. You like you, that was a lot of like Kirby and, and Jeremy Pruitt, like where you were like a very fundamentally sound like defense and, and all that kind of stuff. They have athletes everywhere. I mean, they have athletes fucking everywhere, but you didn't have, you had one sack, could not get to the quarterback. A lot of a part of that was because they were throwing the ball early. Um, but what the fuck was the backup linebacker? doing on we finally get a fucking stop and it was like i think i peed a little i was so relieved and they they punt and it's like we're gonna get the ball like like in great field position and i just listen i maybe he thought he saw something but why don't we err on the side of don't fucking touch the ball if the punt returner is running away from it and you are a backup linebacker don't fucking touch the ball it feels like he had to have thought that like as the guy was trying to run away from the ball, it hit him. There's no other, but it was like such a half-assed way to go after the ball too. It's like mm-hmm. you either thought it or you didn't. There was no like reactionary thing. It was like he went. There's no need for like, you to be anywhere near the ball. Yeah. That's just, like yeah, it, that, was, that was tough. Um, but then, you know, Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah, like just drops the ball. The guy's like had no idea that he fumbled it. He was just like, yeah, I'm just going to play out this play. Oh, see, I actually missed that because I was like pacing back and forth and I just oh, saw okay. us in the end zone. Um, but no, I mean, like what I was going to say was credit Tennessee because they end up taking like three plays and they scored right after the fumble. And then it's 28-10. They didn't miss a single opportunity to to capitalize off of any of Bama's mistakes. I mean, it was really, really impressive. And like, I know that, you know, some people didn't think that was a targeting call on Bryce and then the pass interference call in the end zone is wasn't, a good call. I, I will say if you, if a receiver is, has any kind of contact with the DB and then is falling to the ground in real time, they're most likely going to call that. Right. Yeah. Um, and just last thing I'll say, cause this, again, this is not what that's, you know, made the outcome. When did they finally throw that fucking flag after Kool-Aid made that interception that I thought was going to seal the game? Yeah, I don't, it certainly didn't happen in the play because I never saw someone throw a flag like when Gary it got couldn't picked. find it. Gary Danielson couldn't find it anywhere on the field. They didn't know what the play the call was on because it was it was nowhere to be found. Which I thought that was kind of odd. So let me ask you this: what what like if you were to say, "Hey, Bama brought their A game, their B game." What game did Bama have in that game? I B plus B minus. I mean, like the offense was was great. Again, I don't know what Bill O'Brien's doing when he gets to the goal line. He just like Bama looked inept at times before the snap. Um, and like when they got to the one yard line, there was one series where they it was third and goal from the one. They had to call a timeout to avoid a delay of game. They come out of the timeout, they score. It gets called back because of holding. So you take the seven points off the board. You get third and goal from the eleven now. 
delay of game before the next play. And then that's when you get bailed out by the, uh, the what do you call it? And the amount of, I mean, we brought up after the Arkansas game. I, like, I, I don't think that uh, there's a ceiling for this Bama team and they're not, I don't think they're a championship team. Like I, I don't, I, I feel way more confident about that after seeing Tennessee. Um, but Tennessee is a really good football team. Like, I, I don't, I don't think this is like, I, this isn't like the Texas thing, but like, and listen, I understand that they give up a lot of points, but they score a fuck ton of points too. And and I don't know if you guys have been watching Hinton Hooker, but um, he does not make a lot of mistakes. No, no, he doesn't. Um, just an incredible effort from both QBs. Uh, I, I just the only reason I ask is 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 it concerning to you that Bama doesn't seem like they've brought their A game really in any game this year? I think they have. I think I think that there's a ceiling though. Well, what I, mean, game? I don't was think it the Bryce Arkansas was impacted game? by the. Before Bryce got hurt, probably yeah, they were up like twenty eight zero. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But it's just like you think about it and like, look, we had Milrow in, but still, you had you were it was a one score game against A and M. Obviously, the Texas game was what it was. Well, Texas is a good team. Texas is good, but I mean, like in that spot, a lot of times in the past, we're used to Bama coming out with the A game and like at least covering, if not you know, destroying. What, the do, you, what do you mean, like the A game? Like I feel like they've got so many like having that many penalties every game is not a game shit. Like you're something's no, they're, off. They're they're not a disciplined team. They're yeah. so fucking undisciplined. But like, and and I tell you what, like the biggest concerns for me are this. I said before the season, I was like, they're not good. The schedule's too difficult, and they're not good enough to to win the national like a national championship. I, there's way more positives I have like after the loss. They they had nine different receivers cut passes. You didn't have a bunch of drops. You had a couple early. Um, Bryce didn't seem limited really like i mean he he was great i mean he that was might have been the best i've ever seen him play yep but i will say like you know it's not 2020 because you, you know 2020 you had three three guys in the top five of the heisman finalists yeah like at some point there's going to be a drop off and and i kept saying that before the season about the receivers like they looked better this this game yeah they look good in this um game. but like i don't know man like i mean because because part of it is tennessee's offense is is really, really good and really, really fun. Like, like just very, very, I understand like, like no matter what, like no matter what the case is, like if Bama wins or loses, they're going to get the worst uh, from fans. They're going to get like the, the worst and like least objective comparisons. They, I mean, people are still bringing up the Texas game. Bama should have lost to them. Bama should like, who fucking care? Like, they're five and two. I don't like why. Why is that? Just move on. Tennessee, like the, Bama's not going to win the national championship. They had a one point win that didn't impress, I guess, other fans. It's I. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, certainly, I think if if this game's played ten times, I think it's pretty it's five and five. I mean, I don't yeah. think I think these teams are very evenly matched. Tennessee, you know, we're, we've probably done too much discrediting of Bama at this point. And not enough crediting of Tennessee uh, between obviously Hinton Hooker was the main story, but Jalen Hyatt out here. What the fuck? Putting up Randy Moss numbers. Bama have given up three passing touchdowns in six games going into that. Six catches, five touchdowns, 207 yards. Yeah. They should, somebody should have guarded him. I'll fucking yeah. say it. 
That's uh, etching your name in the history of Tennessee. I mean, oh, yeah. that's that's insane. That and you know, without Tillman, um, that I am so excited for the Tennessee Georgia matchup in Athens. Yeah, that's going to be a long, long <laughs> couple of weeks because they've already started. Like, so yeah. here's let me ask you a question, and because I know no matter what I say, I'll I'll probably get pushback, but. If you're ranking the top like five top ten teams in America right now, when you when you go like down the list, do you think that you should start with it being like like what are the credentials you have to have like to like for your rankings? Like is it is it based off of like the wins you've already had? Were they did they have to be ranked at the time? Is it currently ranked teams? Is it like scoring margin? Is because like I, I've said I think Ohio State is the best team in the country, like thus far their schedule is fucking terrible they've only played one road game they haven't played you know their their one ranked win is a top five win against notre dame who's not good yeah i mean i think a lot of it has to do with how you look in the games that you play and it's hard to do retroactive stuff like i get what you're saying in terms of like just because we just talked about it, like the Bama-Texas game. It's like, well, everyone was disappointed with Bama after that game. And then it's like, okay, you look up. Now Texas is, like you said, 5-2, and two, including that loss. And two losses by four points. Yeah, and they're 20th in the country. Big game this weekend where they're favored against Oklahoma State in Stillwater. They win that game. It's like, okay. They're a road do you, favorite. Do you? Uh, yeah, they are. Do you retroactively go back and say maybe we give – Bama more credit in the next poll because Texas is better now. Like I think, think about you that should. sentence, Tyler. That's never going to fucking happen. No one's no one's ever going to go back in time and be like, you know what? I was wrong about. I should have given more credit to Bama. Yeah, I mean, but you asked me how I would. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I appreciate that. That's a um, <laughs> yeah. So, and obviously, you know, I think you just got to look at the whole picture, even going back and reassessing games and how they played mm-hmm. out. Um. And in that regard, I still think, you know, having watched Bama and Clemson, and I got I watched the full Clemson game. Don't even fucking. I, I think Bama's. I think Bama's better than Clemson. Okay. I yeah, mean, yeah. so it's like I wouldn't have. I would have Bama, even though they've lost now. I'd probably have them ranked over Clemson, even though Clemson's undefeated. So I, I mainly was asking because, so Tennessee has has four wins over ranked opponents through six games. Mm-hmm. It's the first time a team has done that since the 2011 LSU team who beat eight ranked opponents by an average of 24 and a half points per game. Was, they, were, they ended up not winning the Natty, but they were they would have been one of like the greatest teams of all time if, if they didn't lose the rematch. Um, if it's based off of like merit and what you've proven on the field, I, I don't know how you don't say that Tennessee should. Tennessee has the most impressive win on the on the season of any team in the country. Right. Um, Georgia maybe has the second best with the Oregon game. Um, but like I if you've beaten four ranked opponents, but I know Pitt's not ranked and then Florida's not any good. But I more than anything, I feel like you're never going to get like a straight answer because fans are going to be fans and you're just not going to get credit for anything. Like I, I posted something about like the strength of schedule rankings from ESPN earlier. And I mean, these are just numbers on a page next to the, the team names. With just with just nothing but stats and and like you know data and shit, and there were people arguing in the comments about how like, well no they played the same amount of ranked teams they've played they they both Bama and Georgia have the same amount of ranked teams so and so does Tennessee and I was like, what are we? 
one, it doesn't matter because the rankings don't matter until November anyway, right? Um, but that game, like I, I don't think you necessarily jump Tennessee to number to number one from six, but their resume is more impressive than not just Georgia's, but anybody in the country. So I don't know why there's like this. I don't know why it's so far fetched of an idea. I guess from for some people. Yeah, and that's it's a great point. It's like for the Georgia, the whole Georgia thing. It's like I do. I would put Tennessee as of right now, having watched both teams and looking at their resume. I think Tennessee right now. I like them better. Now, yeah. that game's in Athens, so I'm not necessarily saying Tennessee will win that game. But right now, I like them. And to your point, it doesn't even matter anyways. The teams right. are going to play. It's something for us to argue about, but it's like if this was going into the last weekend and they, they would never were going to play, Right. I don't think I would put Tennessee ahead of Georgia just because Georgia did win the championship and they haven't lost a game since. Yeah, I kind of like saying, well, you should stay number one in that case. Well, yeah, I completely agree. I think that... Um... It's just it's just weird because I, I feel like it, it, fans. I always say it's like we're a nation of haters, and fans just refuse to give credit to any other team. And I, I and I don't get it because, like, listen, I'm a fan, and I know I'm sure I'm biased at times, and I get called a homer for even when I'm trying to be objective. But like, it, you know, I think like during that game, especially um, there were Tennessee, like you know, the Tennessee Georgia hype starts building, especially early on because Tennessee was up by so many points. And it was like for a second there, you thought you might get run out of the building. Um, anyway, but that game in a couple of weeks, there was a lot like the main takeaway, I think, from like Georgia fans or other fans, like was like Georgia's not going to give up 51, 52 points. And and they won't. But I don't know if they put up 49. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, look, uh, Tennessee's pass defense still has issues. Now, Bryce is the best quarterback in the country. So, but I mean, you gave up 455 passing yards. Um, it was, I mean, obviously Gibbs had over 100 yards, but it was on 24 carries. So, like, he yeah. was really good in the game, but I thought they did a pretty good job with him on the ground. He had 24 carries of the 27 total uh, handoffs like, to running backs, which I was kind of like, I, I, that's, I love that part of the offense. I, again, I, I was very, I'd have no complaints about what the offense did except for that last drive. You have 567 total yards. It would have been really nice to have 577 and no time left on the clock. But the other thing is this: we talk about like the credit for like, here's why Bill O'Brien was stupid for making this decision. Um, because there's no reason to, to like give them any opportunity to get the ball back after you've already given up 49 points. Your defense has shown over and over and over again, whether it's, lapses like in like you know like just broken plays or it's pass interference or what the fuck ever you haven't put pressure on the quarterback all day he's just fucking dissecting you with like no matter how much time he needs or, or has back there tennessee had seven touchdown drives during the game on saturday six of them were under two minutes five of them were under five plays or less and four of them were under a minute and two seconds and three of their last four to close out the game including the game-winning field goal were drives of three total plays in less than 55 seconds. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, got us a good, good question here from, uh, let's see, Ben Diesel. Oh. Is Ben worried about any other teams in the West right now? Um, I would worry a little bit about Ole Miss just because you're on the road. Um, 
now, like, I don't think their quarterback is good enough to beat Bama. The other thing that's concerning, too, is you talk, remember, like, the, the whole narrative used to always be like, well, if Bama, it takes like a miracle. It's like a Johnny Manziel or, you know, Cam Newton or like what the, like, Joe Burrow, like, Bama giving up over 40 points in games has become a lot more routine recently. Like, so, like, in, in regular, the regular season, they've done it, they've given up 40 or more points five times since 2019. Four of those games are on the road. And where it used to be like, oh, it's, you know, it's Manziel, it's a Hugh Freeze offense, it's what the fuck ever, is Zach Calzada, and it's Bo Nix at Auburn. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I would, I'm not like actively worried about Ole Miss, but um, I mean, I don't, they should be all right. Yeah, I don't know that Ole Miss throws the ball well enough. Yeah, I will say this too: it's like if if you're trying to find a positive, like from like Bama fans, because I got a message from one of our listeners like, "What are we supposed to do now?" I was like. <laughs> win the rest of your games and go win the national title. Like you've done four times. Yeah. Right. Like, so in like the, the five previous seasons that Bama has lost in the regular season, 2011, 12, all that kind of stuff. They ended up finishing the season, the like 27 and one combined. The only, the only, uh, like the only time they ever had another loss in the regular season was 2019 when Tua got hurt and they lost at Auburn. Um, so that bodes well for him. Also, Mississippi State, as much as I like that team, for whatever reason, Bama has like dominated Mike Leach. They've, they've beat him like 90 to nine in combined, like the last two years. They've held him under 300 yards of offense and they haven't given up a touchdown. So they should be fine with there. But, um, the East, though, is going to be a lot of fun. Well, Tennessee gets a break this weekend with, with uh, Tennessee Martin, but then they go home against Kentucky, which I think. I That's wouldn't have too many concerns there, but that, and then it's the big on the road at Georgia coming in directly off of that Kentucky game. That game is going to be incredible. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it's two really good teams, like two, like a lot of strengths that th- those two teams are really strong in, in areas of the game. That I don't think like the, like the casual fan from like fucking Oklahoma realizes like, they probably just think it's Tennessee's offense and Georgia's defense, but they're both really, really, really good. Uh, and you, and know, George- you, you end with Mizzou, South Carolina, and Vandy, so it's like th- it's they could be undefeated. You so listen, <laughs> I understand it's ESPN FPI; it doesn't matter. But Tennessee, I I think Georgia wins that game. And by the way, Georgia fans, I'll just give you a get out of jail free card. If you guys win by three points, it's still a win. Yeah. So don't don't worry about having a you know having like impressive an impressive showing. Um no, so there was there was a shit, what was it? It was I would um, love to go to that game. The uh well we can go to Baton Rouge. I think Liz is taking uh another party bus up there. That, There's like a that, big group going. That atmosphere is gonna be fun. Tennessee and Georgia? Yeah. I don't know. I mean so the amount will. of fights in Athens is gonna be off the charts. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, because, you know, this game has not been competitive in a long time, like leading into the game. Tennessee beat Georgia like six years ago. Yeah, but I don't, they weren't supposed to. Josh Dobbs? Yeah, they were. They were in the top 10 that year. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. They, Georgia has been considerably better than Tennessee over the last decade plus. I don't know if that's accurate, but it's fine. There's some Um, real expectations. Well, what I'll say is this though, if if Tennessee, I woke up today looking at the, the the odds like to like 
ESPN has like all those like stupid, like, all right, here's like your like percentage chances of winning the division, finishing like, you know, whatever. Tennessee only has an 8.8% chance to win the SEC, according to ESPN. They have a 48.4 chance to make the college ball playoff. Also, no, Ben, you don't get to talk about it. Florida, Mississippi State, and fucking, that's not a tough stretch. I, I don't. <laughs> I've sat here and like had to like just you know filter through all these this this hate about about other teams. Florida is Florida good? Anyway, let's talk about other teams. Oh, uh, quick, well, the moment of the weekend. We we buried the lead. Listen, I've been a Bama fan my whole life. I grew up hating Tennessee. Whoever had the ox cord in Neyland Stadium the moment Josh Heupel's interview ended, and they were storming the field and turned on Dixieland delight to troll Bama. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. That was awesome. You know they had that one boiling up for the last week. They're like, if this oh, happens. longer than that. <laughs> it was perfect. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of voicemails. They all happen to be from this game. Jesus Christ. Um, them at the end? Some of them are three minutes long. Some of them are 50 seconds long. Some of them are 20 seconds long. Sounds like Tennessee's offensive drives, man. We can play them at the end, or we or we can play them now. What do you want to do? Pick out pick out one or two for now, and then it's like Christmas. You can open one now, or let, let the listeners decide. All right. Well, it's, it, this is the benefit of being here live. Uh, in the comments here on YouTube or Facebook, tell us: Do you want to listen to the voicemails from this from this episode or from this game now, or or at the end? Just save them for the end. Tell us in the chat. Yeah. In the meantime. Short ones first. All right. Let's see here. Make sure I can remember how to do this. Diddy wants you to accept his offer of tickets next to him at the UGA Tennessee game. Like for me and you? He did not mention me, which was a tough look. Um, I'm supposed to go see Mickey that weekend, Baton Rouge. Uh, I'm not going to say no. All right. That's a that's a very nice <laughs> offer. Thank you, sir. We need to go to a game. Nikki's actually in the chat right now. He wants me to play Wonderwall. <laughs> uh, no, Diddy, we have not guitars. been doing a game together. We need to do that. All right, let's see. Here is a short one. All right, fellas. James Favre here. Um, a little inebriated after uh, Alabama lost to Tennessee for the first time in 16 fucking years. Um, congratulations, Tennessee. But the next person I hear ever say anything about Alabama getting all the calls, I'm going to write you a strongly worded email because this was bullshit. Anyways, roll tide and, um, you know, fuck CBS. Anyways, <laughs> y'all stay classy. Yeah, hold on, real quick on that. Like, you know what did kind of stand out to me? I, I thought the worst call of the entire day that nobody was talking about. One, they called, there was like a false start. They threw a flag on, and it was either going to be a false start or, or like offsides. And they just picked up the flag, and, and then it was like nothing. And it was like on the goal line. I, I think that. Tennessee scored like on the next play. It was just very weird. But like there was a play in like the third or fourth quarter where Tennessee ran the ball. It was like a six yard gain. And then all the offensive linemen start pushing the pile and he gets another six yards and a first down on that play. The next play, they run the football. 
and Bama strips the ball out and like immediate, like, like the moment they tried to punch out the ball, they, they, they blew the whistle. It, it just hadn't happened all day. It was really weird. Blow the whistle. Um, Marler as a Alabama native that was born and raised a Tennessee fan. Oh God. I want you to say these four words to get you through the next year. I'm well versed in saying them. There's always next year. <laughs> Go balls. Suck it, Bama. It has been far too long. But I, I on a personal level, like I am sorry for the amount of shit you're about to get online. That's not gonna be fun. But anyway. Go balls, baby. I don't think I don't think I even got it that bad. Honestly, like I I thought I was gonna hate Tennessee fans that reactions more. I was I mean it was kind of cool, man. Like they they weren't like assholes to me. Let's see if you saw something spit on Christian about Saban, that. Let's, let's see here. Hell yeah! Fuck Alabama! Oh, never mind. Fuck Alabama! Fuck the time! Let's go, Diego! What the fuck did I tell y'all all throughout the offseason? We've never talked. Nobody wanted to take me serious. Everyone laughed. Y'all went three and seven. Blah, blah, blah. Bunch of horse shit. Everyone that listens to this fucking voicemail, go big orange. There it was. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but we had Tennessee uh, finishing second in the East, right? And possibly get them uh, to 10 yeah. and 2. Yeah. Both of us had yeah. the over. And yeah, mm -hmm. okay. All right, cool. Just make sure. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Jake again. I just wanted to give you a quick uh, summary of the last voicemail in case it was too long. Um, Alabama's defense is suspect. Uh, SEC championship rematch. Bama wins. Roll Tide. And fuck Tennessee. Yeah, he had a two and a half minute voicemail before that, so he just called again really to summarize. Through it, they were like they were, they were they, they weren't like handling the loss as well as I, I think even I did. Oh, what is this? Oh God. Okay, no, this is a Georgia fan, so we could save that one. Are you sure that's not talking about the Bama game? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to look at the Google transcript, and it looks like it says, uh, "Got that roll win over Vanderbilt today, fifty-five nothing." So yeah, there is some Tennessee mixed in here. All right, let's talk about some other games. We'll get back. To, we'll get back to more voicemails here in a minute. Yeah. Um, where do you want to go next? I mean, do you want to just quickly go over some of the national games that we? Let's uh, let's keep it in the end. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what was the best game? TCU Oklahoma State was awesome. That was a fantastic game. Um, Those uniforms sucked. Yes, they did. Uh, but TCU, man, like they hit their over under win total of six, which I bet the under on this weekend, really? which is good. Um, yeah, two overtime game. Um, unfortunately, I had TCU minus four and a half, and oh, I had him three by three. Uh, but yeah, man, start. I mean, TCU, you start to look at their schedule, and it's like, okay, you've got... Three straight ranked wins. Yeah, so you've got Oklahoma that was ranked at the time, which Vegas knew. They won by 10. That line was minus nine for fucking... Yep. Uh, then they went to Kansas, won that game. Now they've beat Oklahoma State. Now they play another ranked game this week against Kansas State. Kansas at State's good, too. Yeah, they're, they're ranked 17. They still go to Texas which is going to be a great game, uh, November 12th. So, and they go at Baylor. 
So they got a lot. I mean, their schedule is pretty tough. And Dude, the so second far, half of the year in the Big 12 is actually like, like really, really competitive and difficult. Yeah, I, I'm excited to follow TCU. I mean, another just awesome game statistically. Put over 500 yards of offense up on Oklahoma State. That Derek Mason defense. I mean, scored 14 fourth quarter points. Yeah, this this game. It's weird because they outgained Oklahoma State by over 100 yards on offense, and yet it was a double overtime game. Um, yeah, man, but good for TCU. I mean, they're all the way they're all the way up to what? What are they now? Seven. Eight. They're at eight in the AP. So listen, while while people are still enjoying me, and post remember to post the comments in here too. Oh, yeah, um yeah, gotcha. But while people are still enjoying me, um, you know, dealing with this loss, I'll just I'll keep it going by saying I was wrong about so much this weekend. I, I had my first losing weekend with bets. Mississippi State was almost like a 0 for four. Um, Auburn scored in the second half, like a lot of those like system plays I was saying. Yeah. Texas didn't do it well in the first half. It was it was a really, really good weekend. Um, but it was also like it, we're getting to the part of the season where it's like where you, you you kind of have like this confirmation bias of what you think you know. And teams are – like it's like I always just go back to the part – the year when Saquon Barkley has, was going to win the Heisman in September and then never even made it to New York. It's like everything changes just like the leaves in October. I like that analogy. Thank you. I saw it on the throw pillow. Um, let's see. Obviously, Michigan was very impressive against Penn yeah. State. And Penn State only had 268 yards of offense. Michigan, 563. That's a just bludgeoning. Ran the ball down their fucking throat, man. Yeah. Uh, Dejon Edwards was a five-star running back. 16 carries for 173 yards, two touchdowns. Blake uh, Corum, 28 carries for 166 and another two touchdowns. I mean, McCarthy, like, he is what he is. Like, he's not – I don't think he's – I know he's, like, leads the nation in completion percentage. I don't think he's great. So, mm-hmm. if a team come – they come up against a team that they can't run the ball on, I think they're pretty vulnerable, at, at you know, in the passing game. But I mean, they've been really impressive thus far. I think they're totally worthy of being in the top four right now. And yeah, it's hard Clemson. to argue that after the win this weekend. But they haven't played anybody besides that. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're – and, again, we've got games to play. They're, they're going to be – Obviously, playing Ohio State, I think it's going to be another great game this year, although it wasn't a great game last year. I shouldn't say another. Um, Ohio State also has that one at home, too, just so we're all clear. Yeah, so that should be interesting. Um, yeah, so I put up here in the chat, Beard Dog says, how about those Utes? Another great game. Um, Shout out to all the Mormons from this weekend. Those Mormons fucking just selfless acts of love and and getting Arkansas back on track from like the Virgin sect of the, of the mormons utah I, so I didn't see it but I, I saw all over social media people saying that they almost got screwed out of this game uh yeah i wasn't watching it too closely because i had my game going on at the same time but i did catch the end of it because it started a little yeah. bit later than ours um and yeah i mean they came back uh they made a stand at the end there um and they made a two-point conversion like you know they they presumably tied up the game and then they went for two yeah. and one by one which is awesome so they didn't cover fucking you that's know took that, the money line well that's good and so speaking of that trip Durden says what's the opposite of hashtag on a peter oh so i went two and four i don't think you know, i went three and four of my best bets it wasn't that bad and then, and then i went seven and nine overall Off there was the a couple in there that i probably sh- i added in too late that i shouldn't have i didn't have a great feel for it um 
But yeah, I mean, like like Auburn, that was shocking to, that they put up that many points and and yards in the second half. But also really impressive and and a, a credit to, I guess Brian Harson. I don't know. Well, hey, it's like why don't we? This probably would have been smart to do. Just continuously feed Tank Bigsby. So that's what I kept saying too, and and the pushback kind of made sense though because he the, the there's no room for him to fucking go anywhere, right? Um, but yeah, like it seemed like it worked. They finally gave him over 14 carries, and he, you know, like I think his his prop bets was like at 45 because that's what he's been averaging the whole year. Um, but yeah, that game was impressive. I'm trying to think of the other national games. Kansas oh, and Ole Miss was impressive too in that game. They, you know, for the first time since uh. 1976 they had 300 yard rushers including jackson dart and quinchon Judkins is a really good runner yeah freshman i mean he's got 720 yards on the season 10 touchdowns i mean he's been the story over zach evans this year Mm -hmm. Um, jackson dart getting that many yards is i I don't know how i feel about it yeah it's all miss i mean it's just like nine for 19 for 130 yards for jackson dart i mean I don't know. Like, I, I still, I've got kind of like, I'm looking out of the corner of my eye at Ole Miss. Like, you're going to be able to, in a game where you've got to pass the ball, you're going to be able to win that game. I will say, I was like, I, I think they're they're better and built better as a as a team than people give them credit for just because Kiffin and the, and the kind of, you know, I guess thought that goes into like what, what a team or his, an offense like his would, would be like. But, they were up 21 nothing in like the first quarter and they had put up 225 yards. And I'm, I tweeted out something like they're on pace for like a casual 900 yards of offense today. Auburn had 23 yards, zero points, of course. And I thought Brian Harson was going to get fired at fucking halftime. <laughs> yeah. And then they just, I mean, that, that was a fun game. It just was like, it was like fucking eight hours long because the, the lightning delay. So we kind of, we talked about this in the, in the preview pod for Ole Miss we knew that they'd get out to a start like this. You started mm-hmm. Troy. I can't remember what CAR is at Georgia Tech. Central Arkansas. Yeah, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa. At home against Kentucky, where it was a struggle. You, you only put up 22 points. At Vandy versus Auburn at home with you know, a team that's really struggled. I congratulate Ole Miss mm-hmm. getting to this point. At LSU. At A and M versus Bama, at Arkansas versus Mississippi State, we're about to find out what they're all about. I want to see them in a game where they're down two scores. Can they come back in a game like that? Because you can't just yeah. run the ball when you're down like that. And they've been really bad in the second half. Like they they have like it's it's night and day compared to their first half. But again, that's that's why teams like that are, are like still so effective in the win column because they get out get out ahead so early. I, I mean, I don't disagree with anything you said. I think. I, is, I'm surprised that we're not talking more about like them being frauds because of who it was, it was against it was against yeah. Auburn. Yeah. I mean, it was, I thought that game, let's see, the spread was 15. So they ended up not covering it, but it was close. I mean, I think when yeah. we did the preview pod, it was 14, 14 and a half, 14 and a half. Jesus. Yeah. Like Vegas. Um, but they did fly over the over. The total yeah. was 55. I mean, Ole Miss almost had that by themselves. I will say we the, we got to go for the next game. Just my apology tour, Kentucky man. I I'm <laughs> way off more on confident about, but like everything that we have seen all year long, like in the in week in and week out, pointed to like the logic being there. 
And it wasn't like that at all. Kentucky, I mean, they just, they, that was like a typical Mark Stoops, like, all right, backs are against the wall. We got to fucking get off the schneid and, and figure something out. And, and that was really impressive. And Will, Will Levis and uh, Chris Rodriguez, they all, they all looked really good. And they, they got back to like, like more of like a blue collar, you know, Mark Stoops type of, type of game. Yeah. You know, I, is it time to consider that like anytime Tennessee or Kentucky's playing in a big home night game, like you should probably bet on them? No. What? It's Kroger Field. It just seems like every time they, they host a night game, it's something weird happens and they win the game. But give me I an mean, example of that. Actual, super actual example. Uh, Florida a couple years ago. Um, <laughs> so, what happened? I'm sure that was there's weird. more. I mean, I can't just list Kentucky games off, but I just feel like that's the vibe I get. See, that's why I don't listen to this pod, man. Because y'all, y'all don't know anything about Kentucky's game history. <laughs> um, let's see. We had uh, so yeah. Most impressive thing in that game, honestly, was the fact that Mississippi State only had like 224 yards of offense the whole game. Yeah, Jesus. They uh, Rogers only had 203 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. You know, after the year he's had, Chris Rodriguez, hundred almost two hundred yards of of rushing. Yeah, and and Mississippi State's been really good on defense this year, and they carved him up for almost five hundred yards. And they've been really good running the ball. We talked about that, and they had twenty one rush yards in this game. Who did Mississippi State? Yeah, see, that doesn't really stand out as much, just because that wouldn't surprise me. But the two hundred and twenty four yards of offense. Yeah, I mean that is like, good lord. Stoops just figuring it out. Um, how about the? Uh, well, do you want to touch on Vandy, Georgia? I mean, um, not really. I th- I tell you what, like there was like Georgia. Georgia looked really impressive in the ways they did early in the season because of like Darnell Wash. Like they're they're like elite level of like talent and playmakers. Like stood out at, at different times. Like, did you see the catch that fucking Darnell Washington made? I did not actually just like an effortless, like sets and throws him on like, I think it was like a wheel route and it's a little bit overthrown, just throws up his giant ass six foot seven hand and one, just one hand catch it in stride, just starts running. And it was one of the, it was, it was just stupid for somebody that size to be that athletic. Um, Eric Gilbert got his first uh, touchdown, which that was like, that flew way under the radar. Um, at this point, most of the Georgia fans that I know, including Willie, that I love to death, weren't watching the Georgia game. They were just talking shit about the Bama game. <laughs> um, so I was very confused as to the time of that. But no, Georgia looked really good. I thought I thought beforehand Vandy would would put up at least some points. I, I said to take their their the over of their total. Um, Georgia dominated. The most impressive part for me was Georgia dominating in the first quarter because that's an, an area there are very few struggles on this team. That's one area they've struggled. So it's just interesting to me, just looking. So obviously, again, Georgia's right where we thought they'd be going into the bye. Their schedule's been light. The back end of their schedule is going to be a lot tougher. Florida, I don't think, is going to be a tough game for them. But then you've got Tennessee at Mississippi State, at Kentucky. And then you go to Georgia Tech, obviously, or you host Georgia Tech. What happened? So you've got – I'm just going through their schedule. They gave up three points to Oregon, none to Samford, seven to South Carolina, 10 to Auburn, 0 to Vandy. And in the middle there, you got Kent State scoring 22 and Missouri scoring 22. Well, one, I think, I don't know about Missouri's offense, but I think that Missouri is, yeah, they're playing with their food. Like, (laughs) I do think Missouri's defense is better than 
you know, than people thought or would give them credit for. Um, you know, and it's tough to win on the road. The Kent State thing, I don't know. I mean, that there's nothing I could say that makes sense out of that. But like, and, and there's no reason to. You know what I mean? Like that that yeah. that game is not gonna like that doesn't define who that team is, and they're they're gonna be a, when they get healthy again and they get AD Mitchell back, and uh, God forbid they get fucking Eric Gilbert into like an actual playing role. Um, I they looked they looked way more complete this week. Like they figured out the run game against Auburn and got their swagger back a little bit. I got my swagger back. Um, we did get a voicemail from this game, so I'll go ahead and play that. I hope it's a Vandy fan. Oh shit! I thought I was calling one eight hundred gambler. I didn't realize I was calling T Huck and Big Peter himself. <laughs> this is Peyton calling about them motherfucking dogs. Got that roll win over Vanderbilt today, fifty five or nothing. But hey, the worst part about that game is it wasn't in fucking Vanderbilt, so we couldn't tear down that city in Nashville. <laughs> Fuck it, we rolled. Auburn got screwed on that pass interference. I think it changed the whole fucking shit of that game. Auburn, I missed that play. I the tease all damn day. Oh, well, Tennessee rolled. I guess when they come to damn Athens, it's going to be nuts. But, hell, good teams win, great teams cover. Leave them Broadway girls alone. <laughs> this guy's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that guy's called more often. Rolled is a tough description. I mean, is that like cap? Uh, I don't think so. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't get. I don't get. That's that's pretty dope though, and, and like it's like a fresh thing. Yeah, so fresh. Um, Arkan. Okay, before we get into the Arkansas BYU game, we don't have to touch on it too much. Did want to take a quick time out to talk about some other spicy play this weekend, Chris. I'm not talking about Florida LSU, which just got downright spicy at the end. Spicy as F. I'm talking about Texas Pete. Texas Pete, it's got the spice and the flavor that's kicking this football season up a notch. If you haven't tried the original hot sauce or their new traditional barbecue sauce, run and grab yourself a bottle today. Visit Texas Pete. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, run. Run, 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 run. Visit TexasPete.com. For recipes and hot apparel, take 20% off your entire order with promo code UNCENSORED. Win big with Texas Pete when you sauce like you mean it. Chris, no longer uh, hashtag on a Peter, but at the same time, we're always on a Peter. First off, I'm not – how first just because I had one bad – listen, we're not going to bring the whole Texas – you lost – you beat Texas by one point mentality into my, into my life right now. I went – I didn't have a winning record for the first time this year, but I was 7-9, and nine, which means – the body of work as a whole, I am 63 and 28. Your body is wonderland. <laughs> um, <laughs> this? So, no, I mean, like, yeah, it was not a great, great week. I, I knew I should have added on some of those plays. There was a couple of those, like, as good as the slate was, I knew I couldn't stay away from some picks, but also, like, you know, should not have added stuff in there. Um. Anyway, we are still on a Peter. Okay, good. If, yeah. Jesus Christ, guys. Sorry. How much I didn't mean to scare we're going to have this weekend. Didn't mean to scare the audience. Also, um, I'm start, like, once, once I get back to my winning ways, which is going to be this Saturday, 
I'm just going to start being so swagged out with Texas Pete apparel. I'm going to start being like, like I'm going to look like fat Ashton Kutcher, like when like with Von Dutch, but it's going to be all Texas Pete stuff. Speaking of this weekend. I just missed that. Just we might be, we might be slash. We will be hanging out, watching games together this Saturday coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, with that. Producer Dan also will be joining us at some point. We're considering maybe putting together some content. Uh, we haven't exactly figured out the details, but if you guys would be interested in like us streaming, you know, like a watch party for the Bamba game, or and so you guys can actually see how insane Chris is during a game. Oh, Liz invited a bunch of people over this weekend. Oh boy, that should have been tough. I did not realize that that was happening, and it was. They walked in, and it was twenty-eight to ten, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, a good spot, yeah." Um, no, it'll be fun though. I'm excited. Well, also you have kids and it's a night game. So I'll, like, I'll, well, they'll be able to leave very early. So like, you know, I'll get kicked out from Claire way before. No, nah, they're, they're upstairs, uh, two floors above where we'll be in the basement. It's fine. There's Papa shot. Diddy's Diddy wants to be there. He said he'll bring pigs in a blanket. Would love that. I think whatever we do, whether it's pigs in a blanket or pizza, I don't think I know. We're going to have Texas Pete on whatever it is that we're eating. Yeah, if you can't stand the Pete, get out of the kitchen or the basement or wherever right. you are. Um, right. No, I'm excited for that. Also, yeah, if you guys have something, a suggestion content-wise, like, should we live stream that? I feel like we should live stream you for Florida State. It's a buy, though, so I, it would be Who embarrassing. That's true. We, we've done that three straight weeks now, which is tough. But, hey, um, Arkansas... Got to give a shout out to them. They put up over 600 yards of offense on BYU. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the altitude not affecting guys like Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson, who had huge games. Five um, touchdowns, right? Five touchdowns for KJ Jefferson, 28 of 38, 353 yards passing, five TDs, no picks. Rocket Sanders, 15 carries, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. That'll I swear work. to God, if if we get to November and there's a single soul in this country that still doesn't think that KJ Jefferson's a good passer, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna show up to their fucking doorstep and and probably take their knees out, Tanya Harding style. On the season, 68 percent completion percentage, 1,463 yards passing, 14 touchdowns, one pick. That's also while sitting out one game. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the quarterback play of the SEC this year has been really, really good. And and I'm not just saying that as like an SEC guy. Like it's just been. I mean, this weekend alone, man, we talked about like Hinden and Bryce and that matchup. But like Will Levis and KJ Jefferson coming back from injury and getting both like those teams like a must win in like a pretty tough spot, especially for Arkansas. Um. I mean, we've talked about it before. Utah's a scary place, man. Just in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never been, so I don't know. Um, last game here on the docket, of course, LSU Florida. What would it be without LSU Florida just being an insane game? I mean, so here, here's the context. I was Florida State went down by 20 points, and I was like, you know what? I had a buddy over watching the game. I was like, yeah. I I felt like it was about we were about to get steamrolled, and I was like, let's change the vibes up and let's put the Florida LSU game on the main TV. We'll put the Florida State uh, Clemson game on the TV in the bar. And we sat in the bar and kind of Florida LSU had the big TV. And 
ever since that, like Florida, Florida was also losing, I think, by three touchdowns at the point at that point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is, uh, you know, at least we could watch and have some enjoyment of seeing Florida get stomped by LSU. And then all of a sudden I look over and Florida has picked the ball off down by seven, getting ready to come back on LSU and tie the game. Now it ended up being a penalty on the play. Were you watching at that point? No, I was not. Uh, I was trying to, I was watching going back and forth to, they had like baseball on out in the living room. I, I was going back and forth to that in Utah. I turned it on and it was like kind of similar, but it was like they're down 21. Next thing I know, they're down 10. Um, this game's awesome. I'm watching it again right now. Like, the Florida this LSU is going to sound like you're going to think I'm kidding, but I, I don't feel like it's a bad idea, nor should it be that far fetched. This game isn't like big on like a national stage as much right now. Um, but it's like the most chaotic and like, I want to say like either unstable or toxic. I don't even know which is the right word to use here, but they're it's probably both, um, rivalry in all of college football. It's so much fun. I, I gotta say, you know, all joking aside, I was really impressed by the performance by LSU. You got your shit kicked in last week at home against yeah. Tennessee lost by 27 points. You're coming into the swamp at night and all you do is put up 528 yards of offense on Florida, score 45 right. points. Jaden Daniels ha- ends up having a great game, 350 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. Kayshawn Butte, finally see him do something to start yeah, the year. Uh, he's nice. just been really not great. Um, and, man, <clears throat> you know, Jaden Daniels, three touchdowns throwing, three touchdowns uh, running, just an all-out performance. Yeah, Anthony Richardson again, like dynamic runner. Nine nine rushes for 109 yards and a touchdown. He had an 81 yard score. I mean, see the tackling on that play. Not great. <laughs> He's an electric runner. Uh, yeah. 185 yards passing. Probably not usually going to get it done in a game uh, where the other team scores 45 points. But ended up being you know LSU wins by 10 after being an underdog going into the game. Um. I don't know. You know, you look at LSU right now, it, it seems like that that Tennessee game, we kind of forget, or maybe we don't, that they blew the game to start. They, yeah, they fumbled, fumbled the opening like, kickoff, and they right. just never really had to give themselves a chance in that game. But outside of that, I mean, ever since the Florida State game, they've quietly just taken care of business. That hasn't been a great schedule for them, and Florida's not great either. Again, next week, at home, you're hosting Ole Miss. Real opportunity there for LSU, I think. Um, yeah, it's a three thirty game. It's not a night game, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. But um, they got remember it's and we're so we're not that far removed from the national championship here. So like just from like you know from a calendar standpoint, but they they got blown out a year ago. Like it was, I mean, Kiffin just took them to the woodshed. The him, Kentucky. I'm sorry, LSU and Florida. Like, again, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I'm being serious, okay? If these two teams both get to two losses before this rivalry game is played, they should just, like, start playing each other every other week. Uh, just for entertainment. Always, it seems like it's always a good game. Always. And then, like, just it's it's two ridiculous, like, fan bases that, like, make you feel not safe to be around. Um, I mean, honestly, like, just take away one rule or one one, like uh yeah one rule each week like all right this week there's no targeting and and you can use your live mascots as like a safety (laughs) um that's it man that's that's 
I mean, that was the, the weekend. It was a great weekend of college football. Um, yeah. It felt like all the – so <clears throat> going into the week, I think it was the second time ever that there was three games where 5-0 and o teams were facing off. Yeah. Every single game delivered. Every single one. Um, so just a really good weekend, man. So solid. There's another great one coming up. What time are you coming over to my house on Saturday? Um, probably 30 minutes to two hours after I originally tell you I'll be there. Okay, so what time are you going to tell me you're going to be there now? Well, what time? What time? Are you, hold on, let me look at the slate real quick. We got to do our top ten too. I feel like we're missing something. Do we have any any more comments or questions? Um, there's a hair? lot of talk in the chat just about Georgia Tennessee. Oh, <laughs> it's be a long um, weeks. Um, so the noon slate, you've got um, number fourteen Syracuse at number five Clemson. Clemson thirteen point favorite. So Ooh. I don't think that's going to be. We'll see. Um, and then. That's really the only good game at noon. There's no other ranked matchups there. Uh, 3.30, you obviously have the oh, game I just Iowa we just State. mentioned. Ole Miss, LSU. Uh, LSU, a one-and-a-half point underdog in that game, but that's a tight spread. Yep, at home. Um, oh, you've got 3.30 slate. Number two, yeah, you got number 20, Texas, at number 11, Oklahoma State. Again, Texas, a four-and-a-half point favorite in that game on the road. Number nine, UCLA at number 10, Oregon. Oregon under a touchdown favorite there. And I kind of like UCLA just looking at that. I'll have to look, dig deeper into the I game. I think they're both coming off buys too. Uh, then the night slate, you got twenty number 20, 24, Mississippi State at number six, Bama. How does Bama get off the table? I would imagine well, but we'll see. You got Texas A&M, South Carolina. And number 17, Kansas State at number eight, uh, TCU. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um I mean, I'll definitely come up before the the three thirty for sure. Yeah, I so think that's a good like that's a good plan. Two thirty three. All right, so you'll be there by the Bama game. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, you just said two hours after you said you'd be there. So no, I will. I'm not going to miss the Bama game. I'm not going to get stuck in fucking Chattanooga, wherever it is you live. Yeah. <clears throat> um. All right. So last thing, just tackling the AP top ten. Any changes we would have essentially? So again, I don't. I don't like, I don't, I think you can make a case for all three. You probably make the strongest case for Georgia and Tennessee, especially with how t- Georgia looked this weekend. Um, I, Bama dropping to six, I feel like is probably fair. Um, I think like Michigan at four, like, I mean, Michigan put up 400 yards rushing. And, and they also, you brought up Blake Corum. They've got two guys that can rotate in and out that don't miss a beat. Yeah. yeah they, they do, do not accelerate to the, the hole. It's fucking miserable to watch, but they, they, Still eat up a bunch of yards. Um, USC dropped five spots. They should have dropped more than that. I feel like Utah still a top fifteen team now. Uh, they they went up five spots. Penn State dropped six. I don't think. It, I mean, this is down the board at this point, but I don't think NC State should be ranked. Their their QBs out for the year. They and put they up nine points. Uh, yeah, they put up nine points against Syracuse. Um, I don't see any reason why Leary, they should be ranked. Losing Leary is a huge deal. That kid, like, yeah. has like, I, th- I think he's like a fourth year freshman somehow. But he had like thirty five <laughs> touchdowns and five picks a year ago. He's been like really good for them. Yeah. Um, uh, how about Tennessee getting fifteen first place votes? Wake Forest, I forgot about them. They're thirteen. Uh, keep chugging along. They're probably going to go end up going eleven and one. I think it's a sneaky, sneaky good game. Is that <laughs> Illinois? Uh, Illinois. I'm sorry, Minnesota and Penn State. Oh, that is a good game. Yeah, Minnesota's a strong. How about Illinois, by the way? I don't get it. Like, 
I, I, it's like, I, it was kind of like the Bo Nix thing when I was like looking at like just stats on like cfpstats.com and <clears> it was like, like scoring defense. And it's like, this has to be a fucking typo. Illinois is, is like head and shoulders above the rest of the country. Eight, eight points per game. Uh, I am ITP. I'm OTP. Chris is I'm OTP HJ. Oh, okay. For life, bro. Over the pants. Over the pants. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, I don't really have too many issues with the top 10. I, I'd no. probably have TCU over Ole Miss because I think their, their, their schedule and, you know, their, I guess their resume at this point is probably better than Ole Miss's, but we're really just pulling hairs to the point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun, man. This, like this, this is the best time of year. I think, uh, I, I think, I, I think I'm going to Georgia, Florida. Very so nice. Fun. I've never been. My my buddy Grant Tall said it should be a blast. So, like, theoretically, unless something happens, Georgia, Florida, following weekend, LSU, Bama. Unless I get Mickey to come here to Atlanta, I mean, you know, we'll figure it out. Could be a fun couple weekends coming up. So, a lot still to get to um, in terms of you know big ranked matchups coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, I don't have anything else. I mean, <clears throat> I, I'd say the rest of our voicemails are probably too long to play. They're all over. No, you got to play them. You got to play a couple. Okay, we can do it. That's why they all call right. them in. We'll, uh, I'll go ahead and play these, and that will kind of end the show with that. So I'll just any- breathe heavily into the mic while you're playing them. All right. Do we want to say anything at the end, or do we just want to play them and then be done? I'm sure I'll say something. I don't know. All right, let's just go ahead and start playing them uh we'll do these in sequential order so this one came in at 7 38 so this was probably right after the game ended it's three minutes long chris oh jesus christ so everybody just sit back relax and enjoy the sultry sounds of this person who uh we'll play now hey boys it's it's rob here after the uh the alabama loss um you know it feels like Alabama. I can't. It feels like Alabama deserved to win that game. I look. I know that sounds stupid because of all. No, it doesn't. Bone assignments. But emotionally, logically, no. Emotionally, it feels like Alabama deserved to win that game. Logically, more than emotionally. Logically, probably Tennessee. <laughs> I think I he hate means Tennessee, man. I hate Tennessee. I, I respect Heupel. I think him and Hooker deserve the Heisman. But well, if he can, as he will. Look, this game is a classic. Not only because it was such a good game, but because Tennessee won. All right? If if Alabama won this game in the fashion that Tennessee just did, it would have been just another game that Alabama won. And we would have got crucified for it. The only reason this game is a classic is because they took down Alabama. That shows He's heating up. Alabama is. Easy right. up. Look, proceeding from this moment on, Alabama oh. will not lose another game. Consider this my official prediction. Will not lose another game in the regular season. There is no one else on their schedule. I believe that they will be vulnerable enough to lose to, barring significant injuries such as Bryce Young. This is this Tennessee is was it. I believe if Tennessee beats Georgia, Tennessee could beat Alabama again. I think Tennessee will win the national championship. Oh. At, what? at this point, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I don't think Ohio He's State's going better through than it, huh? This is what I'm telling myself to calm myself down. Look, I just, <laughs> I'm pissed off because Alabama, 
I don't swear. I'm trying to with everything within you me. Listen to this show. Swear. Say it. Say the fuck. I say don't fuck. understand the penalties, man. Uh, he, I don't freaking it. get it. What is Saban not doing? The GOAT, the greatest coach of all time, this is incredible. not doing in his practices to get these boys to play with some discipline. Good Lord. <laughs> well, it was like halftime, and they showed the penalty stat. It was 125 freaking yards. <laughs> what are they doing? It's been, it's been this way. Look, it's been this way since 2019. I think... And I don't, I don't, I don't know what the deal is, man. I don't. They're one of the most penalized teams in the NFL. I mean, not in the NFL. Excuse me, college football. I can't think straight. We know what league we're playing in because it's freaking undisciplined. As... You know, the Bama does have the most penalties of any team in the country, right? right. I, they have sixty-seven total this year. Before I called, I don't know. I guess this is just where I'm ranting, so I'm, I apologize. Um. Okay, national championship. It's either Alabama or Tennessee. I'm calling it right now. All right, boys, <laughs> love you. Have a nice day, um, <clears throat> Marler. I'm sure you're taking this this loss in good stride because I just that just seems like you'd you'd be okay because it was a great game and you're a respectable guy. <laughs> the the range. He actually of... called back. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> yeah. Is it like take it back? Oh no, <laughs> we gotta play it. We gotta play it. Howdy, boys. It's Rob again. Ignore that last. Um, what is that? That last uh, message I left you. I was I was a little too um, emotional and ranty for too long. I got cut off by the machine. I just I'll keep this short. I just wanted to say after the Tennessee Alabama game, <clears throat> this is the annual Alabama loss. So all Alabama haters, please revel in this. Please enjoy this while it lasts because it comes around one time a year, just like Christmas. So um, next week, starting next week, Bama will, will <clears throat> hopefully be much better. I don't understand what's with the penalties. But uh, <clears throat> we've been doing that since 2019. We got to clean that up. I don't understand. Bama and Tennessee will meet in the SEC championship. I do love the, I got to pause it real quick. This one's much shorter. I do love that he's trying to get it out real fast now because he got cut off by yeah. the machine on the first one. Yeah. The rematch <laughs> is often won by the loser of the first match if they're comparable teams, which they are. Bama will win. Bama will go into the national championship. Tennessee will return home to their garbage truck worker convention in Neyland Stadium in their puke inside of a pumpkin orange colors. And they will weep as they attend the Verbo Citrus Bowl. All right, fellas, have a nice day. I love the work that you boys do, and take it easy. Roll Tide. Let's go. I don't know, my man. That person had in his system when he left that message, but I want that. I want that energy always. That was awesome. Uh, he he leaves the three minute one at seven thirty eight. He calls back ten minutes later. He's like, "Sorry, guys, I got cut off. I was being too emotional." And then he's like. I think in the first one, I believe he said Tennessee is going to win the championship. He's like, oh, he is going to shoot the shit out of Tennessee. They're going to be in the Citrus Bowl. <laughs> Ten <laughs> minutes later, he's just totally off the Tennessee bandwagon. I wish he would have called back one more time and be like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. They're going to tie. They're going to tie. <laughs> um, he, man, that, that was also fun to watch him. Like, it, like he was like delivering like a monologue in like a fucking like early 90s Tom Cruise movie. Uh that was great, man. I heating up. I that those are like the claws that I want to get. Like that just yeah. makes me so happy because we all go through that moment as fans, and he was just like, "I'm ready for everybody to hear this too." So love that, dude. I'll tell you what. When when they had the the targeting call on Bryce, I fucking lost my mind, and then I didn't realize they had they were reviewing that call. I was like, "How did I fucking miss this call?" And like storming through this very small apartment, like with a bunch of people here in the next room that were like, Hey Chris, nice to meet you. Um, and then I didn't realize they were reviewing it. And then it turns out they reviewed it. until it was a, it was a, a, a ray of emotion. So I feel you dude. Uh, here we go. 
T-Hug, Uncle Chris. This is your favorite hurricane survivor, Jay Kennedy. Um, after watching that Alabama-Tennessee game, I have no idea. I have no idea how good this Alabama team is. I thought our defense was elite, but we just got fucking exposed. Exposed. Our secondary is not good. Our safeties cannot cover water. Yeah, Helms like, is bad. They're awful. And Tennessee fans are so... <clears throat> I haven't had to deal with this for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. 15 years. And it took... The most undisciplined Alabama team I've ever seen. Oh, I like this. The most undisciplined team I've ever seen. Something's got to be going on in practice. Like, what's going on behind the scenes? This team seems poorly coached. (laughs) And can we talk about the refs? Like, oh, my God. There was three targeting calls. Three targeting calls, at least, that I counted that should have been called on Bryce Young. But – it's whatever, because this is setting up to be. This is setting up for a Bama Tennessee rematch in the SEC championship. Game. I don't know about all that. And I would not like anything better than to end their season and go into the college football playoffs. That's the only thing that we can do from here. And honestly, I think we will. I think we're better than Tennessee. Tennessee played a great game tonight, and we played a terrible game tonight. <laughs> But that is not a Neyland Stadium. And I think, I hope, that Alabama buckles down and we'll actually see what this team could really be. Okay, so, hold on. Hold on. I got to say something about that. That's my I take. Love, He's got 20 seconds. I appreciate you guys. Love the podcast. Um, I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink heavily tonight. Um, I had cigars waiting on me. I don't know if I'm going to smoke one or not, but can't can't. Hope you guys enjoyed your college football Saturday and uh, roll tide. Appreciate the call, uh, resident favorite hurricane survivor Jake Kennedy. That, I love that, and we appreciate all the calls for sure. I, so here's what I don't, I don't understand: like, I don't, I don't feel like we do this with every team, but like, like Florida and LSU are legitimately like like enigmas of teams. Like, I, I don't. I don't know what they are because they're so up and down of what they're capable of doing each each week. And depends right. on like, you know, if they're home or away, whatever. Um I don't think that Bama's that hard to figure out, guys. Like there's a ceiling on that like for this team. I the 17 penalties, is that something you fix in practice? You, I mean, I you know yeah. they're getting all the calls in practice, Tyler. Ain't no way they ain't getting all the calls in practice. Right, right. Um, no, I just, I, you know, I don't, they are very undisciplined, but I think, I think if you don't know what this Bama team is, I think you just don't want to admit what they like that, that they might not be an elite team. Um, or anyway, whatever. I just don't get it. It's like the same with Texas too. My two favorite teams of all time. We got two more calls. They both came in this morning. Oh shit. What's up guys? Marler. T-Hut. Joe here, huge Bama fan, huge fan of the show. Guys, I, 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 you know, I didn't even leave a voicemail yesterday. I, I, you know, I, I thought I'd, I'd feel more better. I thought I'd feel better about it today. 
thought I'd wake up feeling more rational, more clear-headed about it, and I'm just more pissed off than I was yesterday. <laughs> it, it's just garbage. It's hot garbage. Um, I, I don't know how you let some, you know, a Tennessee wide receiver go Devontae Smith on you uh, and run by you like that over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, and, and beyond that, you know, I, I thought offensively we played a great game except for the final series. I, I don't know how either you kick the field goal and win the game or the game goes overtime. I don't understand what's so complicated that, about that. I really don't. Um, the officiating was pure shit, just pure shit. How do you know what not know what fucking down it is? What the fuck? They fucking suck. Fuck that pass interference call. Fuck all the non-calls yeah. on Bryce. Fuck the face mask on the sideline pass interference that didn't call. Bunch of fucking bullshit. They hosed us. It's bullshit. Hopefully we'll see him again. But I don't know. Hell, everybody's like, oh, we'll see him again. I, I don't know if I want to see their wide receivers again. Hell, I might rather face Jordan. I don't even know. <laughs> Great show here. <laughs> Here's, so Willie Gray brought up the fact that, that, that when I like I posted that video of Bryce getting like Bryce gets all the calls or Bama gets all the calls because I just thought it was a very clear like I didn't think that was argue like a like something you could argue like you said and like I told you earlier you'd be very surprised um, the I think Willie said that that it was in it was a benefit to Georgia that the refs messed up the the fourth down thing. That helped, or not Georgia. It was a benefit to Tennessee. It was a benefit to Bama and against Tennessee because Tennessee players didn't know. They thought it was third down. That's why they made that play call. Mm. Did you hear like the mental gymnastics we're doing right now? Just a lot of gymnastics. All right, we got one last call. Came in at twelve thirty today. I don't. I'm trying to look at the time. I kind of look at the transcript. I'm not sure that this is a Bama or a Tennessee fan. We'll see. Hey, boys. It's Mitch from Georgia. Hope you're doing well. Um, I know you guys will have a lot of calls about Bama, Tennessee, but um, I live in a part of the country. I am from Georgia, but I'm only about 30 minutes from Auburn. live in West Georgia. And um, there's a lot of people on the Internet talking about how happy they are for Tennessee, and that's fine. I think the internet has forgotten how insufferable Tennessee fans can be. So that's fine. They'll find out. But the more insufferable thing is an Auburn fan after a Bama loss to anyone. doesn't have to be Auburn. Auburn fans after a Bama loss are so insufferable. Last week, I saw... Auburn fans saying, well, we may lose by 30, but at least we don't bark at people. And then this week I saw, you know, when Ole Miss loses to us, we're going to get Kiffin. They fire their head coach, you know, or something. There's just always excuses. I don't understand. Um, but these people will literally celebrate a Bama loss like it is Christmas Day. And it blows my mind. Um, that's how you know your team sucks. Just calling to say Auburn sucks. Love you guys, and uh, hope you have a good weekend. I love the fact that my man called in Mitch, and just the only reason was to just tell. People First off, sucks. Oh yeah, I want yeah. more of those for sure. Also, 
I, I haven't experienced, experienced that with Auburn, but they're not even top. Uh, my best up. Yeah, I think your audio is probably all right. Shows over at this point. <laughs> all right, so yeah, uh, yeah, the, the audio is really delayed. Chris just left. Um. So, anyways, guys, we really appreciate you guys calling in, listening to the show. Uh, we'll have another show for you this week. Um, should be recording Wednesday night. Give us some feedback if you guys like us dropping a show Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, or you would rather us record on Thursday and have it for a Friday. Uh, because I don't think we care one way or the other, but some people would maybe rather listen to it closer to the games. I don't really know. So let us know what you guys prefer. I don't think it m- makes one difference for us either way. So uh, right now we're scheduled to record on Wednesdays, uh, Wednesday nights, and we try to go live when we can. So you guys can tune in with us, get your feedback in the comments. And, you know, it's fun to have a, a live show here with you guys every week. So um, another awesome week. Really look forward to another weekend. Like I said, Chris and I will be watching games together this weekend. Um, so let us know. You guys want to see a live stream of us watching the Bama game? Do you, Maybe we should do like a maybe record a pod. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll think of some stuff through the week. We'll let you know, guys know what we're going to be doing. But um, we'll put, try to put together some form of content for that. So anyways, appreciate you guys. Uh, go like and subscribe. Share this with your friends. Um, we were going through the numbers this week, and they are very good. They're much better than I actually imagined they'd be. So all credit to you guys, and um, congrats, Tennessee fans. Huge weekend, and uh, we look forward to another one coming up. We'll see you guys this week. Bye.